Hello, and welcome to The Gospel Life. I'm Neil Tu, author of the book, The Gospel Life, and host of this podcast. In my 20s, I spent three years living among the monks. I learned from them an incredibly rich and fruitful way to pray called Lexio Divina, which is Latin for sacred reading. Lexio Divina is a Christian spiritual practice that has been around for over a thousand years. It's a way of entering into the presence of God who speaks in his word, listening to that word, meditating on it, retaining it, and responding in prayer to God who has just spoken to us. I follow this practice every day, and in this podcast, I share with you its fruits. I hope it blesses you. What is Lexio Divina? So I spent three years living in a monastery, and I wrote a book about it. One of the questions people ask me is, monks are supposed to be the experts at prayer, right? How do monks pray? What did you learn about prayer from the monks? Today, I will answer that question. As a matter of fact, the monks do have a unique way of praying. They call it Lexio Divina. That's Latin for divine reading or sacred reading. Lexio Divina is a disciplined method of prayerfully reading, meditating, and taking up the texts of Scripture into your personal prayer. Monasteries have cultivated this practice for centuries. I learned it when I was there. During those three years, Lexio Divina became the anchor of my spiritual life. But after my departure from the monastery, I struggled greatly to integrate this style of prayer into my lay life. I started to doubt that God could really speak to me in a vital way through Scripture. Honestly, for a period of time, I even doubted God in general, and I certainly doubted that the Scriptures mediated His voice and His presence. So for a time, I stopped setting aside the time to dedicate to this way of praying. During those years, this stream of Christian wisdom gradually died in my heart. At the very least, it began to flow much less regularly. I did recover my faith, though, and I did start praying again. One day in my early 40s, I was asked to give a reflection to a men's group. I decided to address the topic of Lexio Divina for laypeople. It had been about 15 years since my departure from the monastery. I was now married with four kids. Over time, I had founded two successful businesses. You could say I was settled in my lay state of life and my professional life. Now I was ready to revisit this early anchor of my spiritual life. Did it still have the power to speak to me as a layman? As I prepared my thoughts for the talk, I also started practicing Lexio more earnestly. But I didn't really know where to start. I had no guide. So I started simply. I planted seeds. I said, I will spend five minutes a day with Scripture before my workday starts five-minute daily drips of water into the desert of my heart. I used to practice it in a quiet parking lot on the way to work every morning. It was terribly modest, a renewed, modified, lay-person version of this ancient prayer. But I stuck to it. Since then, Lexio has come to form once again the backbone of my prayer life. Five minutes a day has expanded to something that fits at the center of my lay spiritual life. The practice has shifted from drops of water to a stream of living water. Here, I want to share what I have learned about Lexio Divina the second time around, as a layman. 
At the heart of Lexio Divina is a discipline and a pattern in praying. One prays in dialogue with the voice of the Trinity in Scripture. Yes, I said the Trinity. For sometimes it is the Father who speaks, other times it is the Holy Spirit, other times we hear the words of Jesus himself in the Gospels. The practice of Lexio will teach you to hear this voice, to decipher it, to hold fast to it. A wise monk once said, Where God speaks, there is God, hidden within the voice. I have found this to be true of the encounter with the voice of God that we hear in the scriptures. God is in the voice, hidden in the voice. The voice revealed in scripture brings us into the very presence of the Trinity, hidden in the spoken written word. The first key to the tradition of Lexio Divina is the attitude of the heart one brings to this practice. The soul that practices Lexio believes that God has communicated a great disclosure of his heart to us through a long revelation over many generations in the scriptures. So when we pick up the scriptures, we are picking up something sacred, something capable of transmitting the Holy Spirit directly to our hearts, distilled and concentrated across a vast expanse of human experience. This something sacred comes to us in a concrete, tangible form. It comes to us in a human mode, as words on a page. This is something we can walk right by, that we can take for granted. But if our hearts are disposed to a deeper and more generous, more ready listening, the practice of Lexio Divina brings us into contact with a sacred reality, with a spiritual presence, with a person. Lexio brings us within earshot of God's own voice, God's thought, God's heart distilled for us, made present to us. In John chapter 14, Jesus states that the holding of his word in one's heart gives rise to a living encounter with the Father and the Son. He says, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. That's John chapter 14, verse 23. But if the Father and the Son are present, then the Spirit is also present. Thus, when we take up the word, we enter into communion with the life of the Trinity. Lexio is a way of listening to the Father and the Son in the Spirit. It is a proven method of quieting the heart, hearing the word, turning it over in one's mind, probing, searching for its meaning. Lexio enables us to hear the personal resonance of God's voice speaking to us. It creates a space where we can say yes to that voice in prayer, then rest in the presence of the one who speaks. For when God speaks, he speaks out of time, in eternal time, in the eternal present. Lexio is, in this sense, a privileged means of cultivating a personal relationship with the one who addresses us, with Jesus and the Father in the Spirit. There are five steps in the practice of Lexio Divina, which are usually followed in sequence, but which need not be completed all at once or in order. But they provide a helpful structure for the soul's journey in relationship to God. The first step is called axio, that's Latin for preparation. Axio refers to the stage of preparation, suiting up, so to speak, before you stand in the presence of God. Let us say right now, in this moment, Jesus walked into the room where you currently sit. He walks in. Would you stay seated, perhaps casually slouching, and just say, hey? Or would you hop up? with a ready listening heart to greet him and hear what he would say. 
In Axia, we make an effort to rise up and greet the risen Lord who enters into our presence and speaks to us. We take a few moments to consciously enter into the presence of God. We step away physically and mentally from our day-to-day environment and thoughts and enter into a posture and mindset of belief in God, a readiness to hear Him speak. A short and simple way to do this is to sit down in a quiet corner of your house or apartment, Bible in hand. It could even be in a parking lot before work, as it was when I first renewed this practice as a layman. Pause. Take a few breaths. Then pray with intent. God, come to my aid. O Lord, hasten to help me. These are, this is taken from the Psalms. And then conclude with glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Then say in our Father slowly, think about the words. Don't rush them. Then close this preparatory prayer by saying, Father, open my heart, for your child is listening. And that's an adaptation of the prayer from Samuel in the book of Samuel. None of these words are necessary from God's perspective. He is ready to speak. It is we who are not always ready to listen. It is for us that the prayer of axio, this prayer of preparation, is necessary. This prayer helps us to step away from our day-to-day life and enter a space where we are present to God, listening to Him. The prayers help us enter a space of availability and listening. Do what helps you. You can also add a psalm or two after the Our Father. I do this now. I take my time. The deeper I sink into listening from the heart and quietness to my outside life, the deeper my experience of God in Lexio. The important thing to do is to have some repeatable routine that is the spiritual equivalent of taking a shower and putting on work clothes before going to the office. But Axio is a preparation for the heart to get it ready to stand in the presence of God. The second step is called Lexio, which is Latin for reading. Lexio simply means reading. This is the step when we read the scripture of the day. Keep it simple. Read scripture in some regular pattern so you don't have to decide each day what you will read. Catholics could simply read the gospel reading from daily mass, which is what I do. Non-Catholics could read closely the text your church discussed in the sermon last Sunday. One could also read one of the Gospels straight through one passage for each day. Regardless of specifics, pick a pattern in your approach to Scripture and stick to it. Once the heart is made ready in axio, pick up your text for the day and read it slowly, mindfully, lovingly, expectantly. Don't read it quickly, not like you read a newspaper or a website. Read it as if it were a letter from someone you love, written in another language. Pay attention. Read it from the heart. Read it twice if you can. Personally, I now read my passage in English, then Latin, then Greek. This discipline slows me down and prompts me to hear and to be struck by the power of the word and its richness of meaning. This is not for everyone, of course, but you get the idea. Do what works for you, whatever it takes to help you slow down and read with attention. Next, I want you to do something that will seem strange, but it is critical. I want you to go through the exercise of restating in your own words what you have just read. 
Try not to elaborate or expound, just restate, as though you were telling the story faithfully to a child without elaboration, but in your own words. Try to stay close to the text, record it, see it, take it in. Say things like, I noticed that, and then state your observation of what transpires within the text. This simple practice will teach you to observe more carefully and objectively what the text says and does not say. At this stage in the game, stay away from interpretation. Normally, when we read scriptures, we immediately skip off what the text says and enter into our reaction to it, what it makes us think, whether we agree or disagree. Don't do that here. Just notice. Observe. Be a disciple. For example, in the passage from Mark chapter 7, verse 31 to 37, where Jesus heals a deaf man by putting spit into his ears and then telling him not to tell anyone after he is healed. Don't comment. Don't disagree. Don't wonder whether Jesus was serious. Just observe. Say something like, I noticed that Jesus took some of his saliva and put it into the man's ears. I noticed that Jesus tells the man not to tell anyone after he is cured. Let the facts strike you with a sense of immediacy, with no commentary. Personally, when I have time, I rewrite the passage in my journal, paraphrasing it, putting it, in, putting it into my own words. When I have less time, I just recount it verbally, staying close to the facts. This simple task helps the word sink into your heart. It helps your mind grab it. It puts you in the scene as a diligent, observant disciple. Faithfully done, this step will open up the next step of Lexio. This third step is called meditatio or meditation. This next step, this step of meditation, is when you get to stop to linger. You ponder over one aspect or two of the text that strikes you, speaks to you, troubles you, makes you question. You ask, what? You ask, why? You think about it. You inquire in a posture of prayer. You pose a question and hold on to it if you can't answer it now. You might make a running log of Jesus' characteristics. How is what Jesus is doing here like what he has done elsewhere? What does this particular passage reveal about Jesus? What is the key message Jesus is trying to reveal to me here? Ponder especially this question. What is the heart of this passage? What's the key message for me personally? How does it speak to me in a connected strand with the way God has been speaking to me in other passages? As you practice Lexio, you will discover a thread, a continuity of God's voice speaking to you. A story and a personal dialogue will unfold over time. Each day, see if you can sum up the heart of the passage in one to two sentences. Write down those sentences and hold on to them. It also helps if you pick out one to two of the key scripture verses that express the heart of your passage. Write those verses down in your computer or on your phone and then write the one to two thoughts that you have written that capture what you see as the heart of this passage. Write these in a journal or your phone or both. These are pearls you can return to later, anchors of the heart. They will be springboards as your prayer moves from meditatio to oratio, which is the next step of the process. For example, you should end up with something like this, a scripture verse followed by a brief prayer meditation or kind of summary. For example, quote, 
This is the scripture verse. I, and I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. How much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That's from Luke chapter 11. And then here, here could be a prayer that I would develop out of it. Jesus, you teach your disciples to ask, to be persistent in prayer, to seek, to reach. You promise that those who seek will receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I thirst, I trust. Breathe in me your Holy Spirit. So you can see that what I've done there is simply kind of recap the, the passage and, um, and then raise a prayer from this sort of observation that I've made about what Jesus is doing in this passage. The fourth step of Lexio Divina is called oratio, which means, which is Latin for prayer. What is expressed in rational, discursive thought at the end of meditatio must now be transformed into a living prayer from a heart full of faith and love. Take what you have written in meditatio in, in prayer and lift it up from your heart to God's heart. Say it again and again in a posture of supplication, of love, of faith. To do so is nothing other than to carry out the pattern of persistent prayer that Jesus bade his disciples practice in Luke 11. Ask, seek, knock. The Holy Spirit is given to those who seek and ask. A beautiful way to practice oratio is through what is called the Jesus Prayer. This is a lattice of prayer that the monastic tradition has handed down to us. They take the words of the poor sinner before God as their own, saying, in quotes, Lord Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Have mercy on me, a poor sinner. That's the prayer of the publican before Jesus. Uh, before the Father that uh, Jesus tells that story. To this prayer of faith, now you can add your own prayer. Let this prayer lead you straight to a contemplation of Jesus' own heart. So to repeat the example I gave above, now I put it in the form of a prayer like this. Lord Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You teach your disciples to ask, to be persistent in prayer, to seek, to reach. You promise that those who seek will receive your Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, I thirst, I trust. Breathe in me your Holy Spirit. Repeat this process ten times, or three times if you are rushed, or one time if you are super rushed. Then close with a glory be. That is the end of your morning prayer. If you like, you can also take a moment here to present to the heart of Jesus the needs and intentions of those you are praying for. If you pray regularly for others, this is a good place to do so. One trick to practicing Lexio as a layperson is to let your prayer seep into the rest of your day. Or as another wise monk has said, the secret to prayer is frequency of prayer, so keep returning to prayer. I have found the best way to do this is to keep my one to two central verses of Scripture plus my condensed prayer response as a note on my phone and to return to it throughout the day. When I have a break in the day, a car ride to a meeting, a walk up the stairs at work, a break between calls, I step back in my spirit from what I am doing, return to my two verses of scripture, lift up my written prayer to Jesus, and then close. Boom, there's 60 seconds of simple attention right there. In those moments, my heart drops right back to that grounding place of encounter with the voice of the Holy Spirit in my morning lexio. If you do this faithfully, you will actually descend into a deeper grasp of the Word as the day progresses. You'll actually be more deeply grabbed by it.
the spirit penetrates deeper, gets simpler, and the heart settles more surely into God's heart. This simple method is a very effective means of practicing the presence of God, of living your days in his presence. You might think all this repetition is redundant, but the rock doesn't think water is redundant when it drip, drip, drips over time. Instead, the rock gradually gives way and a smooth path is made. It takes repetition and time. So it is with the Spirit in our hearts. Repetition is actually necessary for a path of the Spirit to be worn in our hearts. Jesus calls himself, Jesus himself calls us to persistence and repetition in prayer. See especially the story of the persistent widow in Luke chapter 18. The fifth and final step of Lexio is contemplatio or contemplation. This fifth step is the heart-to-heart contemplation of the living God. It is the peaceful, loving surrender to God, as Edith Stein says, in which we venture into God in faith in one of her beautiful expressions. Yes, this is possible, but it is God's work, not ours. We make ourselves available, but we don't contemplate God as though this were an active verb that we could do. We stand before God, and we are drawn by God into an exchange of heart to heart. This is like a single flame of a candle being pulled into a broader fire. When it happens, what matters is to respond with a a ready heart, a heart that has been saying all day, I'm ready, Lord, if you come. If you call, I am ready. The trick is to make space in your heart and in your life for contemplation to happen. For most of us, the first four steps of Lexio will be our lot, at least in the beginning. But the candle will eventually be drawn into a broader flame, into a silent heart-to-heart with God. I have found this sometimes occurs in a busy layperson's life in the heart of night. Some monks rise at 3 a.m. to pray the evening office. I know no laypeople who do that. However, I do know many people who tell me they frequently wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. restless with lots on their mind. Why not dedicate this time to prayer? You're up anyway. That was my approach in the beginning. When I would wake up in the thick of night, which sometimes happens, I considered it an invitation, like bells ringing from a monastery tower calling me to prayer. I would rise, get out of bed, go downstairs, say an Our Father in front of an icon of the Trinity. Then I would pace and pray a string of ten prayers, repeating my saved verses and the prayer from the meditatio step from earlier in the day. Usually by this point that prayer has become simpler, shorter, more of a simple pulse of spiritual affection. I repeat it ten times, then close with a glory be. Sometimes this process is quick if I'm very tired. Other times I find I rest longer in this movement of the heart, pacing and praying. It's free time. I give it to God. After the glory be, my ladder of prayer for the day is complete. I head upstairs, open the reading for the next day, and read it through. This is like casting seeds upon the fields before the break of day. It prepares the heart. Then I return peacefully to sleep and start over the next morning. In the face of such a horizon of grace, the concerns of the day recede like the setting sun, like the mist of early morning that is gone at noon. Another way to practice contemplatio is by taking a leisurely walk at night and repeating a string of ten or more prayers, or by taking time alone in a church. The trick is to find a regular place where you make yourself available. 
Dispose yourself for contemplation. Set aside time in the day for it. Make it a point to practice steps one to four of Lexio before that time, and then give yourself time to rest in prayer if, if the Spirit moves you. The ten prayers will provide the backbone for this time. They are the latter which may lead you to a deep encounter. It happens. I can attest to it. So there you have it, a method of Lexio Divina, learned from the monks and now proven over time in the practice of a regular layman. Over the past six years, I have shared this method with others from different backgrounds. I think there are multiple different ways of going about it. I'm still experimenting with the most effective ways to help working professionals and busy moms and dads take up this practice. If you'd like to learn more, follow this podcast and my website for additional resources and ideas as I make them available. God bless you, and may he reveal himself to you, hidden in his word. Thanks for listening to The Gospel Life. I hope this podcast encourages you to practice Lexio Divina in your own life. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe to this channel or follow it. You might also want to purchase a copy of the book which inspired this podcast and where I explain a method of Lexio Divina that can work for lay people. To learn more, please visit thegospellife.net. Thank you very much.